pretty goddamn special. Alright everybody, well welcome back to the Cracklecast. Boomer of course has gotten our fire started off lovely as usual. So Boomer, how you doing? I'm doing good, how about you guys? I'm uh, just sitting back doing my usual. Oh, usual. 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 What's your usual? Um, just kind of chilling and enjoying the heat. Ah, uh, we love the Texas. heat. We love the heat, don't we? It's so oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Nash, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well? Yeah, yeah. Can't complain too awful much. Nobody'd listen anyway, so... Well, we hope not. Yeah, because if they do, their problems might be worse than mine. Well, got a question for y'all. Okay. Got an answer. Let's see if they match. (laughs) What are y'all drinking? You go first, Uh I, myself, am working on Gentleman Jack tonight. Mmm. A little gentleman, gentleman, gentleman good. Yes. Well, very nice, sir. I'm sitting back with a Presidente Lager. A Presidente Lager? Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Straight from... Oh, I don't know. Mexico. <laughs> you got something from south of the border. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't recognize the language, so it must be you know, Spanish. <laughs> it's actually in ancient ruins, but <laughs> it's Sanskrit. But you know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She's sipping back over there, bacon. Well, you know me. You know I like to have, you know, a little bit of a variety. So, along with uh, my, it's a Voodoo Ranger 1985, which is a dazzling IPA. Um, I also have some, uh, well. It's strawberry sherry, but it's a homemade sherry. Well, I hope that your wife doesn't get mad about sherry. Well, (laughs) don't worry. The wife's had some of sherry. Ah, there you go. Oh, that's good stuff. (laughs) So, all right, guys. Here we are. We're in. Episode 7. Wow. Trucking right along. And we keep on moving. Got to keep on moving. Um, anything Anything in particular anybody would like to uh, start off tonight with? We started off with a joke. Kanye West is running for 2020 president. <laughs> <laughs> but... To be fair, to be fair, of everybody that's in there, that's got their hats in, I mean, that makes it just crazier for us. It does, yes. Unfortunately. I I have... I have nothing. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you. I've, I've got nothing there's not much you can say like it's just one of those things like (laughs) (laughs) as if 2020 couldn't get any more 2020 yeah again I'm at a loss you know what 
this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. Okay. The well, year for what? Well, every major lesson is going to be learned this year. You know why? Why? Because hindsight is 2020. <laughs> You're done. Uh, you are already cut off, sir. <laughs> but don't. Oh, I, I just rocked you guys with the dad joke, and that was awesome. You did. That was, yep. that was fantastic. <laughs> the setup on it was perfect. It, it was absolutely beautiful. I agree. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I mean, what makes a joke a dad joke when it becomes apparent? Ba-dum. All right, you're done, too. <laughs> well... Well, what's the other version of that? When it's grown. <laughs> It'll grow on you. No, no, when it's grown. As in, like, when you groan. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's like, you're done too. <laughs> Everybody's done. All right, we're out. <laughs> And that's the show tonight, guys. Everybody have a great week. Hey, thanks, everybody, for stopping by. <laughs> We're going to piss on the fire and put it out, and that's the end of it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we had some other things. Oh, oh, new news, new news, new news, right? Chad, yeah. Chad, Chad. Oh, new news. Hopefully next week fingers crossed close on the house we'll start moving next time we podcast it will be done from the new casa very nice check it out love it i am loving it sir yep so and and your closing costs came in cheaper than you thought even better it came in cheaper than we thought so that's always lovely when you when you get extra. That is cool. Very nice, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. So since our last podcast, um, I don't recall. I don't think I don't think I was at my new job. Was I? Mm, I do not believe so. No. No. Yeah. So I've started a new job, making more money. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Uh, um, I want to shoot myself. <laughs> that good, huh? Oh, it's fantabulous. Yeah, no, um, no, it's 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 crazy. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a fifty-year-old property, which has been actually pretty well taken care of, but there's definitely a lot of things that still need taken care of. On a on a on a on a much larger scale, let's just say I think it was last year they spent over two hundred thousand just on plumbing fixes. Oh goodness! Because a lot of so the buildings are slabs, so they and they have so so in order to get out the old cast, they gotta tear everything up, tear it all up. Mm. So it. Definitely sounds like it needs some tender love and care. Yes. Yes, it does, sir. It needs... It definitely needs that. Um, Before I got there, a lot of things were being... uh, Were being... uh, Contracted out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to... Like, I'm not in a position currently that I can get away from that. But uh, I'm going to work on that for certain because that'll save so much money on the long end. But right now we're drowning in like 80 work orders. And that's because we just finally, uh, when I, the day I started that afternoon, I, uh, we came off of emergency only work orders. So we had all that backlog. 
and then everyone that we do during the day, they all come back by the next morning, like new ones. I'm like, oh crap. Wow. <laughs> so we can't. It's like it's like we're trying to tread water. Is basically all we're doing. But it is what it is. Keep your head above. That's about all you can do on that. That is correct, sir. That is correct. Oh, anything with you, sir? Good night. Hey, I'm still dealing with the same old computer geek stuff, everything else. I gotcha. I gotcha. My only other team member, there's only two of us on this team that we're controlling over 1,200 servers in our environment. So I'm the only one because she's on vacation right now. So luckily we've got our environment pretty held down tight. So I can't complain. Well, there you go. That works. That works very well. So I don't know. Hey, did you guys watch that one video I sent to you guys? Uh, yes. Yes. About the bugging out. Yeah, why? Uh, it was. Uh, was it was warrior? Po- uh, war- warrior yep. poet. Warrior poet. Yeah, and why he's ditching, quote unquote, ditching the bug out bag. So. Uh, From what I saw on that, though, that was more or less the socioeconomic downfall. Bug out bag. Yeah, he, I mean, he made it abundantly clear that it wasn't about in case of a um, natural disaster or anything like that. Oh, no, no. Like it, he's, he's keeping his bug outs for those. Right. Well, and he, and, but on his end, he calls them just survival bags. Mm-hmm. True. You know, they're not bugging out because he's not bugging out unless, you know, hell and high water come at him. <laughs> yeah, if it's a natural disaster and you're getting out, I'm bugging out. <laughs> yeah, very true. You know, and then emergency bags. How about that? We'll just call them emergency bags. I think that's a better terminology that, considering, you know, what all you've got in it. Right. Correct. Yeah, because you're talking um, ways to, like, like maybe some food rations, uh, medical kits. You know, fire starters, all sorts of things like that. You know, so a basic camping trip. I was fixing to say, my bug out bag is pretty much consists of items and tools that you would use camping. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be caught out somewhere, then, you know, I have a shovel. I can dig myself out of my own shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I like how you I like how you put that. <laughs> but um, was there anything that stood out to it? Like, like, was there anything that stood out to you guys? Really about it? Well, he made it a point of pressing in on the subject of community and family, and that's what because it matters to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to go out there by himself and say, fuck off, fam. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not going to run to the woods and be one of 20 million guys that are out there trying to hunt squirrels. Right. Well, also, too, he's at the head of his game because he's got his minions that, you know, first thing their top priority is to come find him. So he's not worried about it. He's got minions to do his work for him. To be important enough in somebody else's eyes that they come to you. (laughs) Uh, It's it's the best strategy ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and you know it's kind of cool because he was like, of how he went about it, and like what he like, like his first thing was like, you know my job as a ranger was to go in and take things from people. Take their, take their land, mm-hmm. you know, their buildings, whatever they're at, you know, whatever, whatever object we needed to take, we'd go in and take it. 
so he'd exploit weaknesses. And so then his mindset always is to go back onto security. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he was trained at. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, of course, you anybody can go watch it. Um, and let me see. Let me see. What was the name of that? Uh, oh, it's called Three Reasons I Ditched My Bug Out Bag." From the Warrior Poet on the YouTube's. And I'll I'll probably go ahead and put a link of that onto the show notes. So if somebody wants something easy to find, it's pretty easy to find right there. But do you? Does anybody else have? Does anybody have any like anything like different that they would do about how they how how he goes about it or anything like that? Any qualms with anything he said? No, because For, well, again, you have to figure out where you're living and where you're, what you're looking at. I'm sure he doesn't live in the middle of, you know, New York City or Dallas, Texas, or you know, pick any large suburban sprawl. Well, even if you bug out in New York City during the good times, it's still a good time to bug out. It, yeah, well, it's New York City. Exactly. <laughs> People should be bugging out of there just regularly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I sure as hell. I've been to New York once. Was there for about a week, and I have absolutely no urge to go back. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, I'm, you're not missing anything. No. Yeah, the closest I got to New York was a girlfriend, and I'm not going back, so. <laughs> well, you better not. You got a wife. <laughs> I mean, you're over there with Sherry, so. Hey, hey, don't you worry. When my wife comes home, she'll have some Sherry, too. I got my shit locked down. Sharing is caring. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sharing, Sherry's carry. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So, I guess uh, when you talk about bugging out, you naturally, naturally, naturally have to go to the boogaloo. Oh yes. <laughs> we started this last time. We're gonna continue it on. I think. I think. I think I'm gonna find some way in every conversation to come back to this. But um, so we started it up last time, where we were started sharing our favorite uh, boogaloo side quests. So for this first round, I believe we were all just gonna find one and find one or two and share them uh-huh and then we'll just revisit it later because i like your idea that you came up with when we were talking earlier which was write your own it'll be difficult it'll be difficult but i've already got one of my own well look at you ahead of the curve i know of course then again there's so many out there it may have already been done I just, have to, <laughs> you know, let's just let's just be let's just be honest about it. So, who would like to share theirs first? Oh, I'll go first because this one was probably my favorite one. <laughs> You'd, and you want to make sure you don't get it taken, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And that's going to be Boogaloo Side Quest number 1365. The objective is Pink Mist 5 Pedophiles with a Barrett M82A1. You unlock Chris Hansen as a playable character. Achievement unlocked. Mess with the kitties. Get the fitty. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that one. Nice. 
What you got, Nash? I do not have one as of yet. I've actually slacked. Oh my god, slackers. Uh, Somebody didn't do his homework. <laughs> See, everyone I came up with wasn't that good, so it's just like, ah. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. So. All right, what you got, Bacon? Uh, let's see here. This one's all right. Actually, you know what? This one's a little better. Let's just go with this. Boogaloo SideQuest. Take out the local nationalist camp before they turn the Boogaloo into a race war. Achievement unlocked. Liberty for all, not some. Nice. Not bad. Goodness. Not a bad one. So, <laughs> yeah, no, the other one I was looking at was Boogaloo Side Quest 76. Crusade, Crusade, remember, Crusade, because you have to put on all your mm-hmm. <laughs> night, night armor through West Virginia. Your reward is the Fat Man. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Parry this, you fucking casual. <laughs> Alright, so here's the other one I found. Boogaloo Side Quest number 91. Successfully launch a fist dildo into a stepper's anus from a can cannon. Achievement unlocked, the swift hand of justice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (sighs) Look, (laughs) Boogaloo Side Quest 1993. (laughs) <laughs> I think you can see where this one's going already. <laughs> Lure a group of fed boys into your compound and detonate your stockpile of fertilizer and semtex. Achievement? Koresh me outside. How about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm in Texas, and the only thing I can say on that one is... Wow, that's what I say. You had to you had to realize where I was going with that with 1993. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one more. Side quest number 479: Liberate the animals from the zoo and give the apes machine guns and cocaine, then set them loose on the local uh, ATF field office. Achievement unlocked: Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Oh, man. So, you know what? I'm going to say screw it. I'm going to test out mine. Go for it. Uh, spend some time making your lair into in a subway. Then lure a bunch of soup boys into that subway through the turnstiles, each one connected to uh, semi-autos that fire off at each one. <laughs> like like all the time yelling come on what was what was oh shit I can't, I can't even remember how I said it oh that's right step right up achievement unlocked carney carney uh tacular <laughs> what the hell <laughs> I, I, I didn't write it down, so I didn't like it was there in my head. But it's like, yeah, because can you imagine setting up a turnstile so that every time someone pushed it, it pow. <laughs> God, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> I mean that's that's good for the zombie apocalypse too yeah it is I mean that's definitely built for entertainment <laughs> oh man how do you how do you keep an idiot busy for hours flip this over and put him in a turnstile <laughs> Here, push this. No. 
<laughs> oh goodness, that was some fun. That's all just some fun stuff. It is. I, I need. I need to. Uh, I need to tighten that one up a little bit. You know, so it comes out a little bit shorter, and still have all the same meaning. So, I don't know. So, I put my bike up finally. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, any nibbles? I did get a nibble. I got a nibble um, on on Instagram. Uh, I put it up on the FXR and Dyna page. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it's actually the parts trader. And through that, I actually got a guy who's in San Jose that really wants it. Apparently, he got into an accident on his 883 a while back. And so he just hasn't had a motorcycle since. Well, this guy apparently has to ask his fiance, talk to his fiance about it. Like, what the fuck? Like, what in the literal fuck? You don't have to... And she's still a fiancé? <laughs> I guess. See, you should... You should, you guys really should listen to Cleveland Moto. I don't remember which episode or which podcast they did, but they talked about... Um, Phil was talking about having people come in there and going, Yeah, I gotta, I gotta talk to my wife. Before I can, you know get this but I'd really like to have this but I gotta you know talk to the wife before I can get it but I'd get it it's like really dude <laughs> come on <laughs> first off grow some balls get some of your own money I go talk to the wife before this is a conversation you have before you start looking at bikes not when you already found it and then go hey can I have this Baby, it'll only cost this much. Mommy, may I? I promise I'll do that thing you like all the time. (laughs) I'll wash the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too funny, too funny. (laughs) Okay, fine, I'll suck on your toes. No, hun, he will never have to go down on me again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what she, well, the, the, the whole problem here is what she missed on it mm-hmm. is that, well, apparently, um, <laughs> he's going to go to, he, he, he's thinking he's going to go to uh, all these little bike shows and shit and find little bike whores. You know, like little rider dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jokes on him. He reminds this. It's like it's almost like we're talking about what's his face, um, Bad Boy Brad. Have you seen those videos on YouTube? No. I urge you to look up the Bad Boy Brad uh, gets a Harley, or or gets a motorcycle. Let me look at this up here real quick. It's just fucking hilarious. Um, bad boy Brad. Because I started actually showing my wife this. Oh, that's it. Bad boy Brad gets a new bike. And then bad boy Brad looks for love. Oh man! And then there was a uh, bad boy. Brad hangs up his helmet. Yeah, dude, it's it's hilarious. But he's the things that you pick apart in this fucking video are insane. 
and it's the it, 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 by far it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen the guy's like so you got your new bike huh yeah did you go for a good ride well I just rode it from the dealer he's like and you're ready shining it <laughs> oh it, it's some good shit it's some good shit Oh, do we have anything else? Well, so one of the guys that I work with, he tends to be a, um, what's a nice way of putting this? He tends to look like he wraps his head in tinfoil. Several layers. Hmm. Nothing Bobby, coming in around. If you're trying to get XM radio, you got to do something. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's definitely out there, um, but uh, he goes, "Have you ever heard of that Q guy?" And I said, "Q anon." He goes, "No, no, no. Q anon is like five or six different people. No, Q." I said, "Oh, the original one." He goes, "Yes, the original one." I said, "Okay, what about him?" He goes, "It's an AI." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He goes think about it the way the broken speech pattern is it's an AI that got loose and then he turns around and walks away (laughs) (laughs) and I'm sitting here going what is wrong with you (laughs) put the Kool-Aid down sir just wow All I can say is some people. Oh. Makes me laugh, though. <laughs> and then it got me thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we cut him off. This is where the story goes. What if he's right? Uh, so does that I'm not saying I believe it does that make you does that make you would that make you the crazy one or is it crazy because you don't believe it and the plot thickens (laughs) something thickens yeah I just kind of went oh Cool. Right. <laughs> I mean, the broken speech thing, you can hear that from you know, Amazon Voice or Alexa or Google, whatever. I mean, hell, you can make them two talk back and forth to each other. So, I mean, yeah, we've got AI, but AI is too stupid to even have a speech impediment. Well... I don't think that's what he's talking about as a speech impediment. I think he's talking about it more as, you know... More as a Skynet thing. No, I definitely understand. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's got a very much, if you read any of that stuff, and I, after about the third or fourth post I saw of it, I was like, this guy needs to get out of his mom's basement. I mean, if he wants to see AI and really, like, study it look at the Sonya AI bot that they created over in Dubai that now has citizenship over there well it's had citizenship for a few years now but yeah it still has to process it's a, it, it takes time to it process does. what's said it does and I mean it's actually really cool to watch but it's also kind of eerie at the same time but you want Is to see him go crazy? Kill the guy and then said, "No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to keep you as a pet." Yes. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, that's not freaky at all. No, no. No, no. No. None. Oh, like the two or the two Facebook AIs, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, that were talking to one another, and it would say things like, "Have you seen the couch? Couch. It is green, mm-hmm. not green. Green, blue, blue." And they went, uh, what's going on here? And then they realized the two AIs had created their own language and were talking to one another. And they had no idea what they were saying. They're like, turn them off. 
<laughs> Turn them. Disconnect them. Done. Now. Now. Shut them off. Burn them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just mean, I just don't get un I just don't understand why people want to create AI like that. The only thing that I can think of, there's a couple of things that come to mind for me. Uh, one is that, you know, the person that's creating AI wants to be the first one to say, I'm smarter than everybody else and I did this. So it's more for a power struggle or a power grab, if you will. Which you're going to lose power once AI becomes Skynet or Genesis, whatever you want to call it, and takes over everything. But anyway, you have the power struggle there. Then, on the other flip side of that, you have a guy or a girl or a group of people that are so lazy that they're actually willing to build something that will take care of them. All of our technology, if you think about it, it was somebody that didn't want to do the repetitive shit. They wanted to be lazy. They're like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Screw this. Let me write this little thing over here and let it handle it. Darwin should hit them hard. Darwin's been on vacation for too damn long. Right? And as the saying goes, you know, let's just go ahead and remove all the warning labels and let nature take care of it. Hell, we've got warning labels and nature's still trying to take care of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It needs to keep taking. <laughs> it, needs, it needs to do a better job. Let's take them off. That is true. We try to stop too many people too much. Way, way, way too much. I think we've gotten away from the whole thing of, I have the right to say this. You're right. You do have the right to say that. You also have the right to get punched in the mouth for saying it. It's true. <laughs> oh, Just and we should do more you have freedom of speech doesn't mean you have the freedom of not getting your ass kicked. Pretty much. We should do what we should do more ass kicking. I definitely think it needs to be done for sure. Hell, I say bring punishment back into schools and stuff. These little kids are growing up all entitled and everything else. If they had their ass whooped every once in a while, it'd turn around. I could see that. I completely agree. I mean, hell. We all rode in the back of a truck without seat belts and fell out of trees, and we're just fine. <laughs> Watch mean, what no. you say there. I remember <laughs> when I went out, I grabbed my own switch to get whooped with. <laughs> I'm old. I know this. It's okay. We say, we say we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're a lot better than these entitled shits that think they deserve everything and don't want to earn nothing. Oh, that's true. I will definitely hand that to you. So that's where I'm going with that one. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying we're perfectly okay. That's no. Been hitting the head way too many times for that. <laughs> well. But we've lost the. We've lost pride. You know, pride in work and earning something and that feeling for it. Everybody just give me, give me, give me, want, want, want. But they don't want to earn it anymore. No. And that's what we need to give back. But if you get back to that, then you don't have to worry about the government taking care of you. And we can't I know, have isn't it great? Well, we could have that. Just nobody wants it. Like, the majority of people just don't want it. That is very true. It is an absolutely true statement. It's Upsetting statement, but true. Exactly. I totally hate it, too. Like One of those moments when you sit there and have to say, I hate when I'm right. Well, I hate it. You know, the, you know I hate it as a kid. Yeah. Who doesn't hate, you know being admonished when they're a kid. I think everyone hates that. Agreed. 
but at the same time, you learn to be able to take criticism, not, you know, hey, quit fucking up. Oh my god, you can't speak to me like that. You have to say, let me know when you're about to trigger. I'm triggered. Well, I, I'm with it and I'm with I'm against it on on a, on a certain level because not everybody turned out the same like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when we actually look at it, how did it start? Because you had people that did not like being admonished. So they started being, they're like, I'm not going to be like that when I'm with my kids. In fact, they went to counseling because they thought that they may have been too hard on their kids or something. I need to learn some better ways to do things. And uh, that's just upsetting. Then we started getting participation trophies. No. Oh. I think that was one of the worst things we could have done. Don't worry, Nash. I got one. I got one for you for being on here. Some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you won't feel that way when you get one. <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh, I don't know. Do we got. Uh, my brain is just kind of, kind of just, it's been so attached to work lately that I don't even know where I'm at right now. Like, I know I'm at home, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's like. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I really got anything else. Any all y'all? Mm, no, I'm. Well, I mean, we've got. Do we want to take bets on how soon uh, before Epstein's girlfriend slash madam is uh, suicided in jail? Well, see, that's that's going to be a difficult one. We are we are a couple weeks behind on releases. Oh yeah, on releases. So um, people will think that we that we recorded or something like that if one of us gets it right mm. or the headline could come out tomorrow that she's already dead and then we're two weeks behind on like world news that's true agreed I hate being old news But what was it? Uh, Malcolm Mugridge. Do you know who he is? Or was, actually? Can't say I do. So, Malcolm Mugridge, um, he was a uh, writer. And, um, well, he was a journalist, really. And, um, he he's got all these quotes he was a he was a he was a uh, he was a christian stuff like that and um one of his quotes which is kind of an awesome quote it said um if i can find it if i can find the proper one Oh, all new news is old news happening to new people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like there's anything really new happening. Everything's happened in one shape, way, one, you know, form or another. It really has, because, I mean, we're just polishing the same turret over and just reheating that TV dinner. We should polish more than a turd. <laughs> Badump. 
<laughs> oh man I don't know everything's uh, we're gonna go over everything and we're gonna keep going over everything and uh might as well I'm gonna beat it into people's heads that's a good idea I don't know what I'm gonna beat it into people's heads it's whatever I decide at that time so don't piss me off because I'll have some opposite thing to beat your beat into your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find the reason. <laughs> the reason is I was pissed off. <laughs> but all right, well, I think we can cut a little short tonight, guys. What do you think? That's. Yeah. I'm I'm game either way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of feeling kind of tired. Sherry's got me a bit tired. <laughs> no, it's actually the damn work that's got me tired. But uh. <laughs> uh, you've been working on Sherry. I mean, we can definitely understand. Well, take some work. Should take some work. <laughs> But yeah. So, uh, any final, final words for the evening, sirs? Don't take life too seriously. Nobody gets out alive. No. Very true, sir. Very true. Nash? Whip your kids when they're little and they get out of line. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the beatings. <laughs> the beatings will continue until morale improves. improves. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, with so many cities, you know, uh, looking to uh, defund their police departments. I mean, I guess beatings will occur because who's gonna who's gonna do anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. So, for me, do not defund the police. Give them more money so they can train properly and take some time off and get their heads cleared properly so they can do their jobs properly. Well, they're already defunded as much as possible anyway, and now we're trying to just take away anything that they have left. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do not defund them. And make it so that, you know, make their pay better so that people actually want to be a cop. Well, if you're going to do that, then you need to upgrade their hiring standards, too. Well, I'm, I'm down with that. That's cool. It still gets me how we can pay an NFL player hundred. You know, a million dollars a year, and a cop gets paid thirty-two thousand. Um, yeah, I, I want to say New York City was starting at like forty-one. Yeah, and that's New York City. Like, that's just yeah. no. I'm sorry, that's not good. Oh, so here we go. Check this out. So, okay. so this was uh, just real quick. This was through eight precincts here in the uh, in the metro area. The population uh, just of just the metro area. It's not like it's what they consider Nashville proper. Okay, and proper. Right. Um, Six hundred nineteen thousand. 626. How many officers for that many? 1,315. That's it. That's horrible. That is it. 
Now, I know when they consider Nashville population, I think it's actually closer to like a million. I think. Uh, something like that, yeah. But that does include all the surrounding areas as well. Well, right, because it's considered uh, like well, they actually look metropolis. at metropolis, like Davidson County. Yeah. So. Okay, so they run it like a metro. Right. Yes. Exactly. Because you still have metro cops that take care of Antioch, Brentwood, all these other areas. Correct. That are not considered "quote unquote" Nashville. Isn't that crazy, though? 1,300 for well over 600,000 people. It's insane. I just couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. You wonder why cops go fucking nutty. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They are trying to be our parents. God damn it, get over here, you little shit. Damn it, Jed, I told you you couldn't go and pet that fucking dog now. You get your ass back over here and you wash some dishes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> damn it, Bobby. I, I brought you into this world. Take you out. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one many times. <laughs> well, that's because it's a good one. Well, I guess my final words were that. And um, I guess until next time, everybody, thank you for coming out here and listening to us spew diarrhea out of our mouths for an hour (laughs) every other week. (laughs) But until next time, guys, bye con Dios. Later. Catch on the flip side.